This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis. Welcome, everyone, to Messianic Vision. Our guest today was only nine years old when she heard the Lord say to her, One day I will use you in healing ministry. And he certainly has. She's been teaching the principles of healing for over 30 years. She founded the Healing Center and is senior pastor of Whole Life Ministries in Georgia. If you're listening today, you are in for a treat. And I'm so honored to be talking with Pastor Sandra Kennedy. Uh, Pastor Kennedy, welcome to Messianic Vision. Well, thank you. I always love it when I have a chance to be with y'all. Well, we love it, too. Uh, I have to tell you this little story, uh, and I, I think the listeners will find this interesting as well. Our executive producer came into my office the other day and asked me about your teaching for this show, and he said, is there anything that really jumped out at you? And I said, yes, yes, there is. So I began to tell him about some of the things that you were teaching that I've literally never heard before. Now, when I say I've never heard it, that that really means something because I've been a believer believer for 45 years. I've listened to charismatic ministry and teaching for 40 years, and I've spent four years reading hundreds of books producing for Sid Roth. (laughs) So that is a lot. So when I say I've never heard it, that means a lot to me. God be the glory. (laughs) Exactly. That's huge. And I had to stop uh, Pastor Kennedy, and I, I don't even mean figuratively stop. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about literally stop and kind of soak in some of the things that, that's in this teaching. It was so, so powerful. So I wanted to thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> well, I know everybody is on the edge of their seat waiting. So uh, let's just jump in here and talk about your brand new message, The Cleansing Healing Power of the blood. And first of all, let me, let me say this. You said that that our enemy Satan has a strategy that he uses against us when it comes to redemption. What is that strategy? Well, it's always to make us think in one sense of the word that the blood doesn't work. I mean that it, it doesn't really do all of the cleansing power that it, that uh, there's always something it won't cover. Uh and he always try to discourage us, try to pull us down, mm-hmm. and to make us go backwards or, or think we're not quite what the Word says we are. And keep us tuned to yesterday. Oh, that's a big one. You know, keep all our thoughts tuned to yesterday and always so that you always feel like you're, uh, you know, a, a, a day late in everything that you're doing. You're a day late and a dollar short. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, that you're supposed to, uh, Christians are supposed to have all this victory, and of course we are. And right. you see yourself not having it, and you just constantly do the same thing over and over and over again. And it's so defeating, self-defeating, because you have a tendency to end up agreeing with the devil instead of agreeing with God. Yes, yes. So let me ask you this. So a lot of people do claim Jesus as their Savior, as their Lord, but they don't walk in that power, and they do seem to be, like you just said, just defeated. What is wrong here? Well, I think, and, and Donna, one of the things that uh, I've been thankful for, because before I went in the I've really taught the, the Word probably 45, 50 years myself, uh, 
but just the church. I started church 34 years ago. But anyway, uh, before I became a pastor of the church, I worked in mental health, and I was a mental health director oh. of several counties. And uh, so uh, I was a therapist, and my background was psychology and all. Mm-hmm. And I noticed just as soon as I began pastoring, I began to notice that every single thing I dealt with as a therapist uh, in the world system, I was hitting the same identical things in the church. And and it just didn't jive with me. That's not what the Bible says. Not only did I personally see that uh, was aware that I was having some of the same problems, but my congregation was having the same problems. And I used to go over the nation speaking a great deal. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I'd go, I'd just see people's lives. It just seemed like I was talking to the world. Yes. It seems like there was no victory anywhere, or we were committing the same identical sins, caught up in the same identical problems. And so that got me tuned to something is wrong here. Yes. Yes. And uh, what I, as I began to look at it and discover it, and God began to reveal some things to me, obviously you and I know that the most powerful thing in the world is the blood of Jesus. Of course. Of course. And, and it cleanses, and it, it, I mean, it doesn't have to do a job. The blood of Jesus totally and completely cleanses us. But somewhere in there, there were some things that were just bogging us down. That uh, And the only answer now that I perfectly know is the answer is that we don't, didn't know how to apply it. Right, right. And that is something that you are so uh, complete and thorough with as, as far as teaching on the blood. And you know what? Most of us, as you say in your book, have more more failures than we would like to admit. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, d- people people walk around, run around thinking, I felt this way myself before, but maybe I need to repent some more. Maybe I need to repent again. Maybe I need to just cry and be sorry a little bit more for what I've done. It's just like we're always, uh, we can't quite find that freedom, even though we've, we've been saved and we believe it and we know that blood covers it. But it's like we're always trying, trying, trying. But you know what the deal is? You know, make it, put it very simple. God is so much more wonderful than we know that he is. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you can't get any simpler than that. God absolutely loves us with an unfathomable love that you and I can't even process in our minds. And and, uh, he is so forgiving. And when he cleanses, he totally cleanses. He doesn't hold anything against us or cram anything in a back closet somewhere to pull out on us at any time. And but we we just don't even know how to receive that kind of love, Donna. We we just don't even know how to process the thing. Right. And, and so we have a tendency to fall back in the same. Reminds me of the Israelites going around the mountain forty years. Yes. We we just dig holes and dig holes, and and you know who will help us dig them? Our family, uh, our friends, <laughs> Christian buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Besides the enemy that we have, we've got all of our other people around us too. You know, the enemy works through people. You know, that's the only way he, he, he works through everybody, and he just doesn't want us to know who we really are. And and so we end up doing such things. Well, you know, the Lord doesn't, he doesn't expect us to be perfect. Well, that's a joke. He does. And, and mm. you know, when I realized that, I thought, oh, my goodness gracious. But he does. He has given us provision to be everything that we should be, everything. Yes. So you go to First Ephesians chapter 1, it, the provisions are there. God... I said this the other day, Donna, and it just, the, the the church just went wild over it. And I've said it, my Lord, been teaching it for 100 years. But then at the same <laughs> time, you know, I said, 
in First Ephesians chapter one. I mean, in, in Ephesians chapter one is what I'm trying to say. In Ephesians chapter one, it literally says, if you will absolutely take time to, to look at it, that God has nothing that He is holding in heaven that would solve something that He has not already given. My goodness. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Are, are we trying to make it too hard? Are, are we just trying to, to, to think that it's too hard and we just need to, to accept the simplicity of it? Yeah, yeah. I just finished a book called The Simplicity of Healing. It's, 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 it, it, it's so simple. It's simple. It, it, and it's so simple, it's hard for us because we don't, Christians just make, just people, not Christian, people. People just make things so hard, and we cannot imagine a God who is all-forgiving, all-cleansing, and would not even everything that, you know, it says every spiritual gift that's in heaven, God has already given. Now, Donna, we can say that, but when you stop and process, and I'm one of those people who like to process, yes. when you process it, and you think, that means he's not holding, there's nothing else up there that he has not given to me. To overcome. I literally have it. I am just not using it, or I'm ignorant to what I have. Yes. Let me ask you this, uh, Pastor Kennedy. This is, now, this one took me a little bit by, by surprise. You said that many years ago, you used to actually shy away from meetings where you knew that there were prophets there because you just knew, knew that they were going to point uh, their finger at you and maybe expose something that, that had already been forgiven, that you'd been forgiven of, but you didn't want to be around them because you didn't want anybody to know it. That is the God's truth. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would, because, I, and you know, Donna, the truth is, you and I, we all know when there's something not right in our life. Yes. We know when we're not conquering. We know when we're faking it. We, we don't need anybody to tell us we're a hypocrite. We, we, we know that. And uh, there was a statement my mother used to make years ago. She says, we all hide our sins behind the church. Mm. Well, if you hide it behind the church, they go sneak out. We need to make sure they're covered by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, there you go. Completely covered. Come out. <laughs> yes, yes. But I did. I didn't want to go to, because there are people who are really prophets. They can read your mail. Mm-hmm. And, and I would think, oh, Lord, he's going he's to know I haven't really conquered this yet or blah, blah, blah. And and I wouldn't go. That's the truth. <laughs> now I adore them because... As far as I know, I don't have anything to hide, you know. <laughs> well, I have to admire you for even admitting that. So, <laughs> but thankfully, since then, you have learned and you've taught so many people what the truth of that whole situation is. Yes. Yeah, we don't have to live in that guilt. We, no, we don't. Exactly. Talk to us a little bit about, um, about being thoroughly cleansed. What does that mean? Well, to be thoroughly cleansed means that you are absolutely so free you don't know what to do with it. I mean, you're just, uh, uh, the way I put it is, and I'm a good old country girl, <laughs> the, the way I put it is that I don't even have a remembrance of some things. There, you know, the devil will always, particularly if you haven't trying to get quiet before the Lord in a prayer time, the devil will run something across your mind and you'll think, where in the world did that come from? And then the devil will say, you're not even saved. If you were saved, you would not even be thinking that. <laughs> That's just a lie from hell. But but when when you are so cleansed and somebody brings up something or the devil whips through your mind something that you might have done in years gone by, 
uh, you, you're sitting there thinking, who is this? I mean, I didn't do that. I know I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, because you're so cleansed. You're so uh, uh, away from it. You, you, I mean, you, you just have no connection with it whatsoever. Yes. Uh, you know, Donna, one of the things that helped me, and I'm sure you're about to get to this, but it flows in with this so easily. One of the things that helped me was when I began to look up what the word defilement meant. Ah. And uh, particularly when I saw in Matthew that the Bible said that it wasn't things that would go uh, in me that defile me. It was the things that came out of me that defiled me. And then it listed all these things, adulteries, and mm-hmm. uh, I put it in everyday language, bad tempers, acting ugly, hateful, you know, stealing, cheating. All those things are what come out of a person. Well, I begin in, in this teaching to begin to look at what is to be uh, dirty or uh, not cleansed completely. Now, let's make this straight. The blood of Jesus cleanses us totally and completely. We just do not accept what the blood has done. Right. We're not trying to make the blood do anything different. We're trying to learn how to appropriate what's already been given. Yes, how to apply it, like you said earlier. Yeah. To apply it, because we're not thinking we've got to go back and be dipped in the blood again. That's certainly not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't want anybody to get that kind of an idea. The blood, the cleansing power of the blood, once and for all, did it all. Mm-hmm. But our soulish area doesn't allow us most of the time to comprehend. And so we end up feeling, well, the word is defiled. And I thought, well, what does defile mean? And I began to look it up, and there were 16 meanings to that word defile. My goodness. In the, the Old Testament and the New. But there were four words that just stood out and jumped out at you. And there were uh, one that you were common. And mm. it was that uh, you were uh, stained. Yes. The other was that you were dirty. The other was that you were wounded. Well, anybody who feels those four things do not feel cleansed enough to go into, to walk into the Holy of Holies. Right. Or to walk, as Hebrew says, into the presence of God. And those things are, I, I feel like you, in your book, you're teaching, those are the things that keep us from, from actually experiencing that power or applying that blood because we're still feeling that defilement, that disdain, even though we've repented, but we haven't actually learned to apply it yet. And so we're still feeling calm and dirty, stained. Well, we, we are, then you're using the key word, feeling. Feeling, mm-hmm. living, living by feelings. Exactly. And and so uh, when you do, you know, you, you just regulate, I, I don't feel this, I don't feel clean, I don't feel, you know, I still feel dirty, I feel like I'm not forgiven, mm-hmm. still ashamed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I still feel dirty, I still feel like I'm, I'm just, and so what do you do? You hide. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that you do, you know, you, you don't want to be in the, the, the speak out and, and, what most people end up doing, this course comes from a mental health background also, is it, I want to make sure I clear that up, my having worked in the mental health. <laughs> yes. <laughs> clear all that up. Okay. Of course, there's been times in our lives we all need a little mental health. But anyway, uh, is that you'll end up blaming other people for what you are experiencing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'll end up, it's somebody else's fault. If somebody else made you feel that way, somebody else won't forgive you. Somebody and, and we blame everything, which makes us never take time to deal with the real power 
of the blood and make a decision. Everything is a decision, you know. Yes. Make a decision. Where, what kind of weight, what kind of power, what, what do I put uh, on the blood of the Lamb? What, what do I really think about it? What, what, do I, what do I really feel about it? Because that's the key. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. You called it uh, in your book, this just jumped off the page to me, the provision of the blood is the powerhouse of God. Wow. Let's talk about this. Once, once we learn, and I just want to tell everybody out there, if you, if you have the opportunity to get this teaching, the healing, cleansing power of the blood, you will learn. I learned so many things from this, but um, you will learn if you have the opportunity to get this. I just encourage you to do that. But l- let's talk about this. When Once we have learned to apply that blood and our hands are clean, what happens to us inside where we weren't experiencing any power? Well, it, it, it's sort of like uh, you have a blockage is the best way I can put it. Uh, you know, when whether, let's say you're, you're, you're dirty, and people will say, well, how do you get dirty hands? You know, you get dirty hands from doing dirty things. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. Uh, uh, dirty uh, uh, dealings. Uh, 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 cheating, uh, uh, where hands may go, where you may put hands, the things you may do, that would not be where God would want your hands to be. Yes. Your hands are hold such power for God. You remember in the book of Acts, Donna, it, uh, oh, right after the disciples had gone out and they came back, or, well, I, I think it's in about the second or third, fourth chapter in Acts in there. And when it talks about that they came back and they were praying when the building shook. You remember? Yes, yes. And then, and then they said, and they laid his hand mm. on the people and healed them. They did not say their hands. Oh my! They literally said his hand. So see, they had an understanding. They understood that God, when we get born again, that the Spirit of the Lord moves into our born again spirit man. And so, when we can get us out of the way then when I put forth a clean hand that's been washed in the blood and I understand that my hands are no longer defiled, but they are clean. And, and this is something I can do morning and evening. And, of course, we'll talk about that. You can do it at any time. Yes. Then what you've done is you have opened up the floodgates that your hands no longer become yours. They become his. Because that's the whole point of Christianity is that we step out of the way and Jesus walks through us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, no, it's no longer me that, that lives. It's him. That is right. That is right. Now, I, I have to ask you this before we go to break. We're going to go to break in just a moment, but we're talking about hands. We have learned to apply the blood. Our hands are clean, but not just clean. Now we have power in our hands. So one Sunday morning, you're ministering and you step down from the platform, right. getting ready to close the service, and with your hands, you point in one direction, mm-hmm. and what happened? Well, I, I, I just kind of point. I've had many people through the years tell me they would see, like, lightning or, or something like that, flashes of lightning come out of my hands. I didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> saw it. I didn't. But this particular Sunday morning, I stood down and just kind of just, just kind of just did my hand in the air like getting ready to pray or something. Mm-hmm. And I heard in the back uh, of the auditorium chairs hitting the floor. I couldn't see because I was on the floor. Everybody was standing, actually, at that time. 
And uh, at the end of the service, uh, this guy, big old guy, came up to me, and he said to me, where did you get that power? Well, I didn't even know what he was talking about. Right. And I, and I said, what? And he said, when you pointed your finger at me, well, I didn't want to point at him. I didn't even know the guy was back there. Right. And, and he said, when you pointed your finger, a lightning bolt came out of your finger and hit me square in the center of my uh, forehead and knocked me flat. And he was in the back of the auditorium. And uh, he, he wanted to know where I got it. I said, well, you have to understand, in all sincerity, I didn't know I had it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I knew it had to be Jesus. Yes. I said, that, that was just the power of Jesus coming out. Yes. And trying to hit you and knock some sense in you was the real truth of the matter. But, uh, but through the years, Donna, I, I've gone in places and had so many people say that to me. And it all started when I started teaching about Habakkuk, and we can just refer back to that for a second, either now or later. Mm-hmm, now it's fine. Okay. But in, in Habakkuk, uh, it, it talks about Habakkuk 2. I've forgotten. I think it's 3 and 4 or something like that. But anyway, it literally talks about uh, our hands and uh, that, uh, like, grabbing hold of the horns of the altar. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you do a study on that, it will tell you that what really happens is, is Habakkuk 2, the 4, it, it says that rays of light come out of your hands. Mm. Like, like if you wave them through. Just, just think about this a minute. Yes. We're in our service and we're lifting our hands to the Lord and praising the Lord. Now, we, we're doing that because the Bible says to do that. We're lifting our hands and praising the Lord. If everybody understood that when they wave their hands, you're literally splitting the darkness. Wow. That rays of light are coming out of your hands. And that's, that's, that's found in Habakkuk. I'm not making this up. No. Rays of light just come out of your hands and split the darkness. And so I had, I had done a teaching on that, and we had watched that happen, uh, you know, in, in services. Uh, as we'd say, let's lift our hands and let's just see ourselves as rays of light splitting the darkness and making a, a, an open heaven, so to speak. Yes. And, oh, my goodness, the worship would change. Everything would change. And so since I really learned that, I've learned more about uh, don't just thank your hands or, you know, just sometimes when you just do your hands out and move them fast, if there's some darkness around you and just kind of move them in a fast movement as if you know something's coming out of your hand, you know, it's amazing what happens. Powers of darkness will bow. Yes. Well, we're going to take a break. Um Pastor Kennedy, but I had written down something here that I wanted to make sure that we said to the listeners. You say, raise your hands, my brothers and sisters, and let's raise havoc in the kingdom of darkness. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) So I think that's a good place to take a quick little break here. You're listening to Messianic Vision, and we're talking with Pastor Sandra Kennedy. Sid and I cannot wait to share this brand new resource from Pastor Kennedy with you. It's her brand new book and three CD teaching series, The Cleansing Healing Power of the Blood. Now, if you've ever been ministered to by Pastor Kennedy before, you know that there's no one like her when it comes to revealing powerful truth and saying it in a practical way. If there's ever a must-have for every believer to have in your home, to me, this is it. 
Okay, what could be better than experiencing redemption through the power of Jesus' blood? Well, believe it or not, Pastor Kennedy says she's got even more good news, so don't miss it. We'll be right back. Satan's strategy against believers has been exposed to magnify a believer's sins, to try to minimize God's forgiveness and keep the believer in a state of condemnation. Harass, frustrate, and try to hold a believer in patterns of failure to prevent us from walking in all God has for us, to keep us from discovering the truth that God wants to heal us, deliver us, and empower us. Dr. Sandra Kennedy wants you to know that Jesus has already paid the price for you to walk in freedom. Now she wants to teach you how to access all the benefits that the blood of Jesus has won for you to walk free, victorious, and healed. Call now and get Dr. Sandra Kennedy's powerful brand new book and three-part audio CD teaching, The Cleansing Healing Power of the Blood, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9539 through Dr. Sandra Kennedy's powerful brand new book, The Cleansing Healing Power of the Blood. You will begin to walk in freedom from guilt and shame, experience victory over the strongholds of sin and bondage, learn how to agree with every promise and provision that the cross has made available to you. Understand the significant truth that God's forgiveness has no limits and His power knows no bounds. Enjoy a right standing with God that leads to His favor and an impartation of His blessings. Receive supernatural emotional and physical healing. At the end of the book, Sandra includes a beautiful and powerful prayer of thankfulness for the cross, the blood, and the benefits we have because of the blood, forgiveness, healing, and freedom. Through Dr. Kennedy's three-part audio CD teaching, you will learn that every believer is a new covenant priest. And as a priest, understand what the ongoing role the blood of Jesus should play in every believer's life. Discover how to apply the blood of Jesus to your family and to others. Understand about the finished work of the cross and how to apply it to bring cleansing, sanctification, and healing. Understand how to cleanse yourself with the blood of Jesus, your eyes, ears, hands, feet, so that you can be set free and walk in victory every day. This series includes almost three hours of powerful teaching exclusively for you from Sandra Kennedy. Play it in your car, on your computer, get it for yourself, or share with your small group or your church. When you clean yourself up with the blood, praise the Lord, you get a direct line to the Lord Jesus Christ, and your life will be changed forever because you're getting things out of your life that you've drug along in your life. This is not just good teaching about the blood. The Old Covenant is the foundation for everything we have in the New Covenant. But if you don't know your foundation, your building's going to be a little shaky. If you don't have a deep, deep revelation of the blood, how do you expect to fulfill your destiny? Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Sandra Kennedy's powerful brand new book and three-part audio CD teaching, The Cleansing Healing Power of the Blood, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9539. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9539 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. 
Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with Pastor Sandra Kennedy, and we are having such a great time. Um, Pastor Kennedy, I wanted to ask you about your teaching about the priests. Uh, you've got a chapter in your book that's, that asks the question, me, a priest? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, God sees us so different, Donna, than we see ourselves. I'm sure. That's uh, that's honestly, to make it simple, is our problem, is that uh, we don't uh, understand who we really are. We just don't. We don't understand it. And if we did, oh, man, we would be different. But one of the things that the Lord says, you know, uh, I think it's in First Peter where he says you're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, mm -hmm. a holy nation. It does. A people of God's own possession. And then it goes on in several places in Revelation. One thing about this book is that I give lots of scriptures. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, what we say. And I think that's always very important. We don't just pull one, but we give a, you know, mm -hmm. a, a good bit of them. And, uh, well, the Bible says that we are a priest unto the Lord, that we are the ones who have the, the, through the blood, through the cleansing power of the blood, that the blood has made us a priest. Uh, actually, it's a priest with the Lord, to be honest, mm -hmm. a priest with the Lord. So we are a holy priesthood, and we're the ones who can take the blood, and we're the ones who can apply the holy sacrifice. And that holy sacrifice, of course, is the blood of Jesus. Now, this is a, the part that I adore so much. And the part that really got me on this whole teaching has to do with Matthew 5, 17 is what it is. That uh, Jesus did not come to do away with the law, but to fulfill the law. And I got to thinking, and I thought, okay, uh, if he came to fulfill the law, then there's some things that what he did still apply. And I just, my problem is, is I don't know what he did. Mm. And so I began to study and then when I realized in the office of the priest, I knew we were made priest. And uh, and then in the office of the priest, it says over in Exodus 30, yeah, I think it's 28 and 29. And it makes the statement that a priest, and it says to do this continually, forever, perpetually, that the priest would do a morning and an evening sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And that morning and evening sacrifice was a blood sacrifice. And it was a cleansing sacrifice. Well, again, I am a priest. Jesus fulfilled that requirement. He, he, he fulfilled the blood requirement. Yes. His blood took care of everything. So I don't have to go back and do anything that the, that the priest did except carry out the, the part of the priesthood. The benefits of the priesthood would be the best way of putting it. Mm -hmm. So I went back and I found that. And I saw that, and I thought, my goodness gracious, every area that you and I have trouble in our lives, and we'll come back to those four things I named, we feel dirty, we feel stained, we feel common, yes. uh, you know, are, are wounded. And what that means is, you know, when you go somewhere, Donna, have you ever walked in a room somewhere or walked around feeling like somebody could, could, could uh, see something on you even though uh, they couldn't? Yes, yes, actually, yes. Yeah, and and that's what I'm calling a stain or feeling common. Or that's what I'm referring to. Right. And yet we know that the blood cleanses everything. But then my question became, well, why in this world then are we feeling that way? Mm -hmm. 
And the answer, of course, is because I, first of all, had not accepted who I really am in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I did not really give God the power that he had. I did not honor who he was or take him fully for who he really was, the son of the living God. And there's nothing that I personally can do to add to what he has done. Right. So then finding out that I am a priest, then you, you, you begin that as a priest, I can wash myself in the blood of Jesus. I can wash myself, and the thing that I adored, having taught so many years in, he- in healing, I adored it when I found out that the priests are the custodians of the medical arena and that they play an important part in safeguarding the health of the community. Yes. Isn't that neat? Yes, actually, yeah. that was. I loved that as well. Honey, I was hollering over that one. <laughs> And that's another one of those things that I have never heard taught before. Now, some other people may have, but but you bring that out so well. That is powerful. I had never seen it, to be honest. And when I saw it, I thought, whoa, you know, here we are. Not only uh, I do you know, tons of teachings on healings and seen so many, but here it is saying that as a priest, as a priest, God has made me. I, I don't work into being a priest. I don't go through a program to become a priest. The blood made me a priest. Yes. And so I am a priest whether I want to acknowledge it or not. Well, when when I began to realize that as a priest, that God himself saw me as a custodian, like say over a family, a custodian over a family, custodian over an area when it comes to health and physical problems. Now, that really got my attention. That's exciting, isn't it? That is very exciting. And so we began to, uh, as I taught that, and then we began to, to apply the blood. And so we, we said the blood was greater than the stain. We wash, we take the blood, we wash it in the morning, wash that blood. You know, we wash that stain, use the blood of Jesus, wash that stain, wash that. We're not common people. You know, we're uncommon people. Mm-hmm. We're peculiar people. Mm-hmm. And we wash that blood, and, and we wash that dirt away, the dirt in the spirit dimension that our mind has said was there. You remember, uh, we, it, we're three-part people, uh, spirit, soul, and body. Right. The spirit, the Holy Spirit moves into your born-again spirit man. It's your soul that gives you the problem. And the body's just there for the ride. You know, it's just the house that we live in. And so it's a soulish. It's what you think. It matters what you think. And when I began to say, we are priests, we're going to act like priests, we're going to think like priests, we're going to, be, we're going to apply the blood in the morning, thank you, Lord. And, and at first I wasn't applying it for healing issues. I was applying it for the cleansing issues. Right. And, and oh, no, we're going to wipe these spots out, and we're going, to, we're going to get so we can walk wherever we walk with our head up high with the shining light of Jesus. We're going to shine for him. <laughs> You know, and we're not going to hide, and we're going to go see all them prophets that can read our mail. <laughs> we don't care anymore. That's right. Because we're cleansed, and we, we can walk boldly into the throne of grace just by applying the blood, something he's already done, just mm-hmm. using it and using it as a morning sacrifice and an evening sacrifice. Right, acknowledging it and learning how to apply it. Now, you taught this at your church, right? And, and you even were so bold as to do a little test. With your church members. Yeah, I was a little nervous to do it, but we did it. <laughs> I got tremendous results. Oh, my, matter of fact, we're getting ready to do it again. Oh, really? Uh, we're going to do it again. 
But uh, what we did, after we uh, talking about the cleansing power and how the blood of Jesus and talking about the light rays out of your hands, how it can clean the atmosphere. So we decided we got a group of people, about 100 people, I think it was, and we ended up dividing them up in groups. Some people were going to use it in their office. Some people will use it at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people are, are, are uh, going to use it just with their family, and some people just different areas that people are going to use. And what they would do, they'd go in and in the spirit realm, they'd just walk around and and just you know say, I'm washing, I'm washing this area and the cleansing power of the blood. I'm washing this where all kind of defile mud is. I mean, cursing and 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 defile and you know foul mouths are are defilement. Right. That's a defilement. And, and where no one is acknowledging the Lord, that's defilement. So you just walk through, and you know, I just, I just wash this place in the cleansing power of the blood, and I just, you can wash somebody else's uh, area. You can wash, you know, you can do all kinds of things. And, and so we went and washed atmospheres, and that's what's so fabulous. Wash atmospheres, just in the spirit realm, just very quietly. Yes. I just wash. I just wash this. Let's take a home. I wash my home in the cleansing power of the blood. I get out all this foul mouth. I wash out all the, the the dirt and the stains and bring in the blood of Jesus to to cleanse and sanctify my home. And and the power of the Spirit of God come in. And we did that for two weeks. And we monitored areas. And Donna, I mean, it was like, if I remember correctly, seventy-five to eighty-five percent of the areas that we did. Every single one of them changed. That is amazing. And in a very short period of time, right? Very short period of time. Yeah, two weeks at the most. Sandra, let me ask you this question. Are any of us too hard of a case for God? Oh, no. No. The Lord says, is anything too hard for me? That's what he said. That's right. Himself, you know. No. It doesn't matter how far you've fallen. It doesn't matter what kind of mess you've been in. It doesn't matter how, how abused you've been. It doesn't matter what has happened to you. The cleansing power of the blood will free you and make you brand spanking new. Wow. You know, I feel like there may be some people, because I've felt like that myself before, there may be some folks out there listening, uh, Pastor Kennedy, that are feeling that way or have felt that way. Will you talk to them just for a moment? Yes, because I've been there. I know what it is. I know what it is. And and you do. You just think, well, I, I know that God will take care of you, and I know God will do that for you, but I don't know about me. And, and, and you end up really doing a number on yourself, thinking that what, you know, when I really learned, Donna, what I was doing, I quit doing it. Mm, what I was yes. actually saying was that the cleansing power of the blood, or the blood of Jesus, was not sufficient for me. I, and and I, I didn't mean to be saying that. But that's really what I was saying. It was almost like I was saying, Jesus, you need to come back and do this again because yes. I'm really a mess. And and as if what Jesus did the first time was not strong enough, powerful enough, I could not reach the depths of, of the uh, abominations that I had fallen into. My. And, and, and that's just a lie from hell. And I want everyone to know, anytime you hear anything that's that negative, it is not from God. Matter of fact, that, that's the time to start shouting. <laughs> yes. Because anytime you hear stuff like that, that is nothing but hell talking to you. And hell doesn't want you to realize who you are, 
what you have conquered, what Jesus has done for you. And, I mean, you have no association. You know, the Bible says that you're a brand-new person. It was that scripture, Donna, that, that really led me to an in-depth walk with the Lord, that all things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. It was that, it was that scripture. Yes. Because I could not believe that I could be cleansed. I could not believe that I could be accepted. I could not believe that God would really do these things for me. I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Yes. And I kept quoting, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. I don't have faith more. We all get the same amount of faith. You can build on it. But, I mean, you have enough faith. If you're a brand-new Christian, you have enough faith to move in whatever you're trying to move in because God's not going to give you, not going to let you uh, crash land. No. For you. He's for you. And so whatever you need, you have, but you got to take that step of faith and say, Lord, I'm going to believe you no matter what. And then you must get your mouth lined up with the word because you release faith with your mouth. Yes. So, yes. And, and not feelings now. You can't let your feelings tell you what's going on. Right. you got to override those feelings with your mouth. With your mouth meaning don't get in agreement with the devil. Mm-mm. You just get agreement with God. I remember I used to look and think, well, I don't feel new. I don't, you know, I don't feel new, and I certainly don't look new. And then I understood I was talking about the spirit realm. And the, then I learned that the spirit man, who I really am, the person down inside of me, the Bible said is getting new every single day. So I'm getting stronger on the inside. Man, I'm big on the inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm something to contend with on the inside. Well, I definitely am more so after this teaching than than I was before. And let me just let me just ask those that are listening if that is not enough this great great news about the cleansing power of Jesus blood. Pastor Kennedy says that she's even got more good news. Tell us about the other good news. Oh, we're going to learn there's two really important things that I think. We're going to learn how we can do this over our families. And then we're going to learn about the healing, cleansing power of the blood, how you can take it and bring healing into your body. And But how exciting it is when you know someone who doesn't know the Lord, how you as a priest can wash that person and soften that person's heart. Now, Donna, that's good news. Yes, that is good news. That is good news. The cleansing power of the blood and the healing power of the of the blood. That is some good news. Well, we're going to take a break, Pastor Kennedy, and uh, I just want everybody to know we have got lots more uh, when we come back from the break. So please, please don't go away. Let me encourage you to order Pastor Kennedy's brand new book and three CD teaching series, The Cleansing, Healing, Power of the Blood. It will change your life forever. Have you ever had questions about healing? Does God heal? Will he heal me? Do I deserve to be healed now that we're talking about it? Well, when we come back, Pastor Kennedy is going to settle it once and for all. We'll be right back. Satan's strategy against believers has been exposed to magnify a believer's sins, to try to minimize God's forgiveness and keep the believer in a state of condemnation. Harass, frustrate, and try to hold the believer in patterns of failure to prevent us from walking in all God has for us, to keep us from discovering the truth that God wants to heal us, deliver us, and empower us. Dr. Sandra Kennedy wants you to know that Jesus has already paid the price for you to walk in freedom. Now she wants to teach you how to access all 
all the benefits that the blood of Jesus has won for you to walk free, victorious, and healed. Call now and get Dr. Sandra Kennedy's powerful brand new book and three-part audio CD teaching, The Cleansing Healing Power of the Blood, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9539 through Dr. Sandra Kennedy's powerful brand new book, The Cleansing Healing Power of the Blood. You will begin to walk in freedom from guilt and shame. Experience victory over the strongholds of sin and bondage. Learn how to agree with every promise and provision that the cross has made available to you. Understand the significant truth that God's forgiveness has no limits and His power knows no bounds. Enjoy a right standing with God that leads to His favor and an impartation of His blessings. Receive supernatural emotional and physical healing. At the end of the book, Sandra includes a beautiful and powerful prayer of thankfulness for the cross, the blood, and the benefits we have because of the blood, forgiveness, healing, and freedom. Through Dr. Kennedy's three-part audio CD teaching, you will learn that every believer is a new covenant priest. And as a priest, understand what the ongoing role the blood of Jesus should play in every believer's life. Discover how to apply the blood of Jesus to your family and to others. Understand about the finished work of the cross and how to apply it to bring cleansing, sanctification, and healing. Understand how to cleanse yourself with the blood of Jesus, your eyes, ears, hands, feet, so that you can be set free and walk in victory every day. This series includes almost three hours of powerful teaching exclusively for you from Sandra Kennedy. Play it in your car, on your computer, get it for yourself, or share with your small group or your church. When you clean yourself up with the blood, praise the Lord, you get a direct line to the Lord Jesus Christ, and your life will be changed forever because you're getting things out of your life that you've drug along in your life. This is not just good teaching about the blood. The Old Covenant is the foundation for everything we have in the New Covenant. But if you don't know your foundation, your building's going to be a little shaky. If you don't have a deep, deep revelation of the blood, how do you expect to fulfill your destiny? Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Sandra Kennedy's powerful brand new book and three-part audio CD teaching, The Cleansing Healing Power of the Blood, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9539. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9539 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with Pastor Sandra Kennedy. And in the break, um, Pastor Kennedy was telling me something that she definitely wanted to make sure she got out to you listeners uh, before we went any further. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Donna as we, about being in the pre, about being priesthood, yes, being part of the priest, and that how we could, uh, you know, wash ourselves. And I had made the statement, that, yes, that we in the spirit remnant we're talking about in the spirit, and remember again, we're washing the soulish area, mm-hmm. and so a soul being your mind, your will, your emotions. Now, God's not going to override somebody's will, but we're talking about the mind, will, but you can wash somebody's heart. Remember, the heart basically means the soulish area in most instances in the Bible. It means your mind, your will, your emotions. And so uh, you can take the blood of Jesus 
and say, Lord, I just wash their heart. I wash their soulish area in the name of Jesus. They will be open. They will be receptive to the word of the Lord. We just call them into the kingdom, and you will send somebody to them that they will respond to as we wash them in the blood. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that to yes. be able to, to to get somebody that you know that doesn't know the Lord or, or the heart. If you don't, if you keep turning the, the Lord away, you get hard, mm-hmm. hard-hearted. Mm-hmm. So that's just a way, another something that we can do. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I had said earlier on uh, when we first opened the show that I had actually read things in in your book that I had never heard before. And I literally had to take a step back and let them soak in. And you were talking about um, that, that forgiveness of sins and healing of our physical bodies. They go together. They go together. Uh, Let's start with the story in, uh, in Mark about the paralyzed man. Okay, uh, that, that's what I, <laughs> that's the story I call six of one and half a dozen of the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Pastor Kennedy, let's start with six of one and half a dozen of the other. <laughs> okay. That simply means it's just, with Jesus, one thing is, is as easy as the other. Yes. You know, when he said, you know, the, the guy came, he was paralyzed, and Jesus didn't even address him being paralyzed. He said his sins were forgiven. And uh, then he said, okay, you know, as everybody got upset about it, he said, you know, pick up your bed and walk. Well, the point here was that they are, they are indeed the same thing because, uh, you know, Jesus talks about, tell us that, that the wounds of Jesus, you're healed. Well, wounds means uh, literally healed, cured, mended, repaired, a physical healing. Mm-hmm. You cannot separate. There's just no way to separate your being healed and and uh, the cleansing power of the blood. I mean, it, it's the blood that works in with it. Even though we always say that by the stripes of Jesus you're healed, well, the stripes cause the wounds. Yes. And the wounds is where the blood flowed. Yes. And so it's, it's, the, it's the cleansing, healing power of the blood, and it's the blood that that literally will cleanse us and set us free. And if you remember, they happen, they happen you know, pretty much on the same day. At the same time, right, and so the uh, what what the the blood people try to separate it and try to act like, oh, I understand, uh, you know, that my sins are forgiven, but they don't understand that healing and their sins being forgiven all happen at the same time, mm-hmm. and it's not a, a separate thing that we need to happen. No, they, they the power of the blood. I mean, these these things happen at the same identical time. It, Psalms 103 says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. And I always try to like to say to people, well, what are these benefits? Yes. You know, and because he's saying, don't forget these benefits, which obviously means we do forget them. And said, but don't forget them. He forgives your iniquities, he forgives your sins, and he heals your diseases. Again, it's put in the same identical statement. They go hand in glove. Right. And, and, and it's, a, it's by the wounds, again, as I said earlier, it's by the wounds of Jesus that, the, uh, that we, you and I, and the blood pours out to cleanse us uh, from any and everything. And remember that many times the root cause, well, let me go back and just say this, the root cause of all sickness is sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the root cause. And I'm not calling people who are sick sinful. I'm not calling them that. I'm not saying that. Uh, no, but that was the beginning. That was the beginning of it. That was the effects. 
And when we go to heaven, it's not going to be there. Sickness is not going to be there. So I'm just saying that the root cause, the sin issue itself, well, Jesus came and took care of the sin issue. The blood took care of the sin issue. Yes. You just read Romans. It took care of it. And so what you and I have to do is believe that it's taken care of and then understand what all sin has brought into our lives. Yes. Yes. We have a tendency to stop with the cleansing power. Well, not the cleansing. It's just uh, uh, I say that because the book is named that, but the, the power of the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. The power of the blood of Jesus literally cleanses us from all sins. We know that. We sing about the blood. We love to sing about the yes, blood. Yes, we do. And and it just, you know, we rejoice. We can shout and do everything else pertaining to the, to the blood. But at the same time, it is... The because of what sin, if you if we would just stop and exegete a little bit, what sin has brought into our lives, mental illness, anything and everything, you know, that, that is not uh, upright in the way God intended it to be has been brought by sin. That's right. And so the blood takes care of all of that. So which means the, the uh, sickness that comes in our bodies, the sickness that comes in our bodies, the wounds of Jesus literally took care of the sickness issue. Yes. But again, if you don't know that, you will not apply it for that. Yes. So let's go back to applying the blood. If you're going to wash yourself morning and evening, let's just, you know, people like to have little things that they can do. Uh, uh, just because we like to feel like we're doing something. Right. Now, it, you know, this is not mandatory by any means, but I can certainly give you uh, example after example after example of people who have gone and had a sickness problem, be it their back problem, their leg problem, uh, heart problem, whatever kind of physical problem that they had, and they would wash themselves in the cleansing power of the blood and take it as a healing element. That I can give you people after people after people that they would stand up and say, uh, my sickness disappeared when I totally and completely understood what the blood took care of. Yes. But we have separated it, see? We've acted like, well, I know he can he can forgive my sin, but I'm not sure he will heal me. I'm just, I don't know. And that's I, that's false teaching, and we've all grown up with it. Mm-hmm. You know, just false teaching. And as if God has favorites. He'll heal some and some he won't. Mm-hmm. And then we even end up praying a crazy prayer like, you know, Lord, if I will, heal him. Which Ooh, yes. in essence means, you know, well, if it's not, then let him die. But, well, we're not going to ever say that, but that's what we're saying. Yes, yes. We're, we're putting it all on God, whereas God has put it on us. And it was, he has done everything we ask, and he's putting it on us as his priest and his children. He's given us every blessing that there is to give. And now he's asking us to be bold enough, as he would say, come boldly to the throne. Of right. He's asking us to be bold enough to expect the blood to cover every area that can possibly be covered in our lives. Yes. And and most of us do not do that because we are not taught that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Right, right. 
And you know what? That is that is exactly the part that I was talking about that I had not ever put together. You know, I've heard teaching on healing. I've heard teaching on uh, redemption, the cleansing of our sins. I had never heard it put together like that. And uh, if you don't mind, Pastor Kennedy, I want to read just this little paragraph that I wrote that is the one that literally had me sitting in my chair just soaking in what you oh, said. <laughs> and it's the, And it's this. And this is what I got from, from this part. Jesus' blood provided for the forgiveness of our sins. But how was his blood shed? Through his wounds. The blood flowing through his wounds bought our redemption. And this same blood, we have healing for our bodies. The blood of Jesus shed for our redemption flowed through the wounds that he endured for our healing. You cannot separate the two. That is the God's truth. I just had to sit there for a few minutes, and there are so many parts in your book that are like this, but this one, it just jumped out to me, and I don't know if the listeners have ever heard it put like that, to put those two together like that, to where you understand that. The, the blood of Jesus that was shed for our redemption flowed through the wounds that he endured for our healing. Wow. Wow. I just have to say, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> and you got it. But, you know, when you, when you, now, now that you have heard that and, and began to process that, you see how absolutely truthful that is. I do. I see. I, I, I don't know how I didn't see it before, but I think it's because I just had never seen it in that light. So, um, okay, let's move on just a little bit. Uh, there's something that you call settling it. Something happened. God said something to you, spoke to you, and you said, I'm going to settle it. Yes. I, I tell the story. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same story or not, but I but I, I tell the story of when I one day I was at my house and uh, I was having some struggles myself uh, physically, and uh, I began to uh, to talk to the Lord about it, and and uh, I said and I named uh, because the devil was just beating me side the head mm-hmm. like he does everybody else, uh, and uh, you're not you know you you did this you acted that way you were ugly here whatever it was. And he, he was popping in my head, and I knew better, but he was popping in my head, you know, such things, well, you know, you're not going to get your healing for this one. And I, I was began to talk with the Lord, and he said, name one reason why I will not heal you. Well, I began to think on it, mm-hmm. and then I began to throw out, Donna, everything yeah. I could think about, <laughs> you know, and I began to, it was like a confessional, you know. I began to say this, and I began to say that, and every single time, but my blood took care of that. But my blood took care of that. Yes. And then, having been a pastor so many years, I began to name things that I had heard people say to me, uh, why why God would not heal them. We're talking about the healing now. Yes. Why God would not heal them. And every single one of them, he said, but my blood took care of that. But my blood took care of that. And, you know... I, I mean, I was standing there with egg on my face, so to speak. Right. I mean, there wasn't, his blood took care of everything. I could not stand before him and give a reason why he had not already healed me. See, the point is, is we find ourselves asking God to heal us, and he's already done it because his blood's already taken care of the sin. He's just waiting on us to acknowledge it and receive what he's done. Mm-hmm. And receive it, yes. Right. 
He's waiting on us to receive it. And we think that the very minute we confess it, he some way or another pumps some more blood out to cover us. Well, that's not so. No. Hey, no you know? I mean, I, we do crazy things. And, and his blood took care of it. His blood took care of whatever you may name. His blood has already taken care of it. He just wants me and thee to receive what he has done and to, with a thankful heart say, oh, Lord, thank you that you took care of that. Forgive me for being crazy for a minute, you know. Yes. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you. And, you know, I just come against the devil. He's a liar. I know better than agree with him. You have totally cleansed me, and I receive it in Jesus' name. You've totally healed me, and I receive it in the name of Jesus. Isn't that precious? My blood took care of it. I, I mean, I could, it was free. It was wonderful. It was precious, and it was powerful. That is for sure. And there's another, uh, just one other thing I wanted to talk about before I let you go. And uh, you you speak very strongly about if we believe it, we need to speak it. Yes. Yes, we have to. Because we le- people say, how do I release my faith? You release faith by speaking it. Yes. And, and so you have to say it. You have to say what you believe. And, and of course, people are hung up, you know, and people will say, uh, you're not going to make me say something, you know. I'm not going to say I'm here when I can see that bump still there. Right. See that. Well, you're never going to get it if you don't start saying it mm-hmm. because you have to talk to it. You have to talk. You have to talk to the mountain. That's what it says in Mark. You speak to the mountain. Well, what is the mountain? Whatever the problem is. You know, be it healing, be it whatever it is, sickness, be it, I don't care what it is. You've got to call that thing, and you've got to speak to it, and you've got to tell it to get out of the way. You've got to tell it. You know, the blood of Jesus took care of you. By his stripes, I am healed. And I command you in the name of Jesus, you know, to uh, get off me and get out of the way. And let me just throw this in. You cannot claim something and make it, you, you, you can claim the word and make the word yours, but do not claim the sickness. Yes, yes, that is great. That is great. So many people come and say, you know, I've got so-and-so. I've got, pray for me, I've got arthritis. Pray for me, you know, I've got cancer. Pray for me. No, 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 no. Don't ever say you have it. You can say somebody else said you had it. But don't you ever say you have it. Don't make it yours. That is great advice. Um, you know, something that I really loved at the end of this book, because I I've, I hear great teaching sometimes, and, and, and uh, they would exhort you to do certain things, and, and some people may be saying, well, I don't, know, I don't know what to speak. I don't know how to declare it. I don't know what to say. Well, at the end of this book, Pastor Kennedy, you have provided so many, one after the other, one after the other, great, great declarations that we can speak because of the power and the blood. And they're right there in it. So we don't have to worry that we're saying the wrong thing. It's God's word and it's right there in front of us. And you have just added them one after the other so that we know exactly what to speak because you have provided that right there for us. And I'm sure we can even go on and find find even more after that. But that is something that I found so, so valuable oh, well, in, in everything that you've provided here. I would love to just have you close in prayer. I hate to even let you go. I'm just having such a good time talking to you. Thank you. But I would love to have you uh, to close in prayer and pray for our listeners today. You know, I think I'm going to close with the prayer that I put in that book. Okay, I would love that. 
Yeah, because it's right there. And I want to remind the people that it says in Corinthians, uh, because we believe, we speak. Yes, yes, because we believe, we speak. The prayer says, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the cross of Calvary and the precious blood of Jesus. I thank you that because of the blood I am forgiven, cleansed, healed, and made whole. I'm no longer hindered in my walk with you because of guilt or condemnation or past mistakes. I can now walk free, able to draw near, and enjoy my relationship with you as never before. I ask you to lead and guide me on the path of life and enable me to fulfill the high calling you have for me. I can rest assured that because of the blood of Jesus, you will help me, protect me, provide for me, heal me, and through the power of the blood, I will fulfill my God-given purpose and show forth your goodness and your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I, for one, I want to tell you, uh, Pastor Kennedy, I, for one, will be taking the book home with me tonight, and I will be speaking the declarations, and I will be repeating that prayer. That is so, so powerful. You've been listening to Messianic Vision with our very special guest today, Pastor Sandra Kennedy. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get Sandra Kennedy's brand new book and three CD teaching series, The Cleansing, healing, power of the blood. Sid? Pastor Kennedy shares a profound revelation that she says when she taught it, she had more good supernatural things happen than anything she's ever done. Don't miss your opportunity. Get Sandra's brand new book and three CD teaching series, The Cleansing, Healing, Power of the Blood. For an investment of 35 U.S. dollars, you will hear revelation you've never heard anywhere else before on the blood of Jesus. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9539. Once again, that's offer number 9539.